So the, the NBA playoff picture has finally come all together, and I got the pettiest man alive himself, Pete Kidd, from the Windy City Breeze in the building. And we're going to talk about the play-in and the first round of the playoffs. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. And let's go ahead and start at the Western Conference. The New Orleans Pelicans and uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Brother, how you feeling about this matchup? First off, I got pails. I got okay. pails out the gate. We're not even going to mix words with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> not going to mix words with it. But I do like the fact that, you know, out of every any team that you can match up with the Pelicans, like if you want an entertaining playing game, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that this game doesn't market itself as a as an entertaining game. Like, Facts. you know, so I, I it's one of those things where you hope for the toss-up. Shea has had a phenomenal season, right? They, they got some youngins on that team that can really go. I like uh oh man, I just had his name. Flowy hair has really good hair. You know who I'm talking about. Jose weird. Alvarado? Nah, nah, on, on, on OKC. Really good oh, okay, hair. OKC. Uh who is like, that? you look like a young Tom Cruise almost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh dang it. What is his name? Uh uh Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. I mean, yeah. I they got some they got some pieces over there. So to see them win would be like I, I'm okay with it. You know, I have no dog in that particular fight, obviously, mm. you know. But uh I I, I can I, I got pills. I mean, Brandon Ingram looks like a young KD right now. Bro. Killing it. Man, Bro. who you got over there? What you like? Man, listen. Pel- I'm So, I know me and you don't talk. We haven't talked a lot of general basketball, but, like, you mentioned yeah. Brandon Ingram. I'm super high on Brandon Ingram. I have been for, like, the last two years, bro. I look yeah. at Brandon Ingram as a player. I I had a hot take earlier where I'm like, maybe the Pels, not get rid of Zion, but maybe they need to more so build around the skill set of Brandon Ingram especially with Zion not ever being able to stay healthy. So I'm with you, man. I got Pels here all day. That's not any disrespect to Shea and them. Like, I I feel like uh, Shea, if he had a better team, if that team would have even been able to get to the fourth or fifth seed, I think he'd be an MVP conversation. That's the level of season that he had. Um, But the Pelicans, man, to me, they just – it's too many weapons there, bro. And I know Zion probably isn't going to be available that game, but I just don't see what they do with with Brandon Ingram, bro. I I just don't see what they're going to do. I also think the veteran presence, CJ McCollum, yeah, uh, on that team helps a lot. That's the one thing OKC doesn't really have. They don't have a vet that a serviceable vet of that caliber, in my mm-hmm. opinion, that will help them get over that hump. Uh, you know, we saw what uh, CP3 was able to do with a young Shea and everything like that. They don't have that presence there. I could be mistaken, but I, I, last time I looked at that roster, they don't have a vet that can actually give them that type of impact. I think yeah. that's going to be the biggest difference. You know, CJ didn't have the success he wanted. But he's, they've made some good playoff runs in Portland. And I think that know-how, you just can't teach that. you got to experience it. So uh, that's the one thing I think would get them over the hump. So I agree. I, I'm that. looking for a good series. Well, sure. game, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a fun game. And I think that, to me, I just think that also the Pels, if it does get close, Pels have that second gear they can go into defensively that the OKC Thunder just don't have quite yet. So, you yeah. know, we'll see what ends up happening with them long term. But all right, we both got the Pels there. Next up, the Lakers and the Minnesota Timberwolves, who will be without Rudy Gobert, by the way. <laughs> by the way, the NBA did not suspend that man. No, it was the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen, somebody needs to be fired over there. I would just say that. Mm. Like, they, they just are consistently doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, like what is it? McDaniels broke his hand. Self-inflicted injury? Yeah. Come on, dog. Rudy Gobert gets uh, suspended for punching his teammate in the chest. For a weak punch at that. At least make it count. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. I, I got Lakers simply because I think the I, I, somebody mailed this one in, dog. Somebody said something 
Um, but I got the Lakers clearly. Like, I don't, I don't know. I like Ant. I, I hope he does well. I hope he has a great career. But they just there's some some cultural things over there that's just not working out right now. So that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I got the Lakers too. I th- I just think like when you look at how that team changed at the trade deadline, they're way they're way too deep, especially now that they're not gonna have Gobert either. Uh yeah, I got the Lakers easily. So that means that we're gonna see uh the Pels versus the Minnesota in the matchup to see who gets the eight seed of that case. Who you have there? With Gobert back? If he's going to be back, we don't even know for sure or not. But, yeah, let, for this nature, let's say he's back. The last, last report I said was only a one-game suspension, which yeah. would be the game against the Lakers. So, I mean, kind of works out for them. I, I'm going to go Minnesota. Okay. I'm going right. to go Minnesota for one reason alone. Um I uh, Brandon Ingram does a lot around the basket. I'm not saying he doesn't have it, but he's he's a mid-range killer. He gets to the bucket a lot. I think Jose Alvarado, he does the same. They got a lot of they have a lot of players that are impactful around the rim. Yeah. And Rudy Gobert is stifle tower for a reason. Like it may That's be the bad. weakest lane uh, name that they've given a player, <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean he does his thing. So I I, I kind of see them like in a one-game scenario. I could see Minnesota pulling that out. I feel that. I feel that. I'm still gonna pick the Pels here just because. I just want to see the pet. Like, I think that there's so much going on with, with Minnesota internally. I just think that that team may not have that mental gear uh, to, to be able to come over to Pels. And then I also look at, like, now without uh, Jaden McDaniels being there, that's he's probably their best bet to guard Brandon Ingram. So mm. I'm going to pick the Pels there to go on. Uh, but, all right, that takes us to uh, the Eastern Conference mm. play-in. We have our Chicago Bulls against the Toronto Raptors. How you feeling about this matchup? Um, optimistic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna hit hit my homer mo- for a moment. Um, no, in all sincerity, this is a tough matchup for us. Like yeah. if all the teams for us to play in the play-in, I wouldn't have wanted to play them. Agree. Uh, I really wouldn't. That they have the good side. They have size over us. Um, they have balanced scoring. Last time they beat us, I think they had like four or five people hitting their double digits. Uh, we're very top heavy. Um, they have their others do more consistently, more on a consistent basis than our others. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you know, I'm not saying that they have the best supporting cast, but they all have contributed on a consistent basis for them to even be in these situations. And most importantly for me, they have a better coach. That's yeah, that's the difference there. So I think the nurse is going to in a one game scenario. I'm not going to put anything uh, anything past them. I really would. What you what you see? Same, same. I think Nick Nurse is the difference maker. I mean, yeah, their length, the Toronto Raptors' length, and DeMar DeRozan is averaging the lowest points per game on any team in the league against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, that's yeah. his lowest point per game total. So I'm just – that length is going to make it difficult for DeMar DeRozan to get to work mid-range. And what we've seen from this team is that when DeMar – can't get going mid-range. It can just up the lane for Vooch, so that kind of takes both mm-hmm. of them out the game. And we already know what Jacopotos did against Vooch uh, so far in their career. So, yeah, I just I, – and then when you add in the coaching, and I just think Nick Nurse is such a better coach at making adjustments overall than Billy Donovan. I hate to say it, man, but I think that this is going to be a Toronto Raptors win. So – same boat, man. Hey, we kind of walked into this. I didn't know we were going to agree on so much so far. Let's see what the rest of this looks like. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure the disagreement's coming. Uh, Miami, Atlanta. How you feeling? Miami. Smacking them at the crew. Are they yeah. Are they in Atlanta? They are. No, they're in Miami. Oh, they're going to smack them at home. Yeah, smack yeah. them. 
Yeah. I'm not a Trey Young fan, though. You you are a Trey Young fan? I'm not. Oh, yeah. I hate Trey Young. To me, Trey Young is like, I, I'm not a Trey Young. I make fun of Trey Young all the time. So, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with you, Miami, there. Let's see if we start disagreeing now. Let's go to the actual <laughs> first round of the playoffs. So, Memphis, uh, uh, we both had the Lakers going here. Memphis Lakers. How you feeling about this matchup? Lakers. Okay, this is where we disagree because I got Memphis all day long. And I think that, to me, you know, what Memphis went through last season and I think even what Ja, you know, him having to step away from the game, I hope that that, at least I hope that that's going to put him in a better mindset and just focus on winning. And I think that if the Memphis Grizzlies are hitting their threes, I just, I don't see the Lakers being able to have, to step up enough defensively, man. The thing about it is the mental aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And even if Ja's there, I don't know if everyone else is. Okay, that's fair. I, I don't like, like Dylan Brooks, is he really there, you know? Can you get punked out of this game? It's LeBron. Like, yeah. I'm, he may not be my GOAT. He may not even, I don't know if he's yours or not, but it's LeBron. Yeah. And that's a different atmosphere when you when you face LeBron. And it's not like AD is, like, AD's healthy. He's cooking. How many games he going to cook? I mean, it's a different story. But, I mean, like, you know, I, I just, I, I won't put a younger team, no matter what their record is. And, by the way, the gap between second and, like, eighth is, like, within less than 10 games. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really close. So, it's not like they're much better. Like, they're not much better than the Lakers uh, since the trade. So, mm. I know that's 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 saying a lot. I'm, I'm probably, you know, going on a rant at this point. But I I just don't see them beating a, a healthy Lakers team constructed properly around LeBron. All right. And see, the thing that I think for me, what makes the difference is Jaron Jackson Jr. I think what he's able to do defensively and keeping uh, other teams from getting easy buckets at the rim. And I think that that's going to make it especially mm -hmm. difficult for AD. It may make it difficult for LeBron. Um, and I look at Austin Reeves, too. I think that Desmond Bain and how he's going to be able to guard Austin Reeves may make a big difference in that as well. So that's yeah. why I'm picking the Memphis Grizzlies to go over. Uh, I can see the Lakers winning the series. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't see the Lakers getting past the second round, but I can't see them beating yeah. uh, them. But I. I just. I can't bet against Memphis just because of what they're able to do defensively. And if they're able to 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 unlock that mental part of the game, I think they'll get past the Lakers. Let me ask you this real quick. So Dennis Schroeder, uh, D'Lo. Uh, they just picked up Tristan Thompson. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying that like he's gonna be the own world breaker, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but like, does that do those pieces move anything for you? Uh, Denny Schroeder, yes, because he's just for whatever. He's not a a star level player at all, but that sometimes he has a star level impact for that Lakers team. And yeah. I think in a game where you're where you're where they are guard heavy in Memphis and they have guards that are a huge part of their rotation, I think Denny Schroeder, mm -hmm. if he can go, if Denny Schroeder can have an Andre Iguodala like series, Lakers win that mm -hmm. win that series. So I, I look at Tristan Thompson, the Tristan Thompson pickup. Mm -hmm. If you like, when you talk about Jaron Jackson, the mental game. Mm. Tristan may not be the best athlete. You know, he didn't do a whole lot for us. But yeah. for a good minute, you know, that Pat Bev effect, you know, that Tristan effect, same thing for a good two, three games. We're talking about, you know, best out of seven. I, I can see him finessing his way out that, that first round little matchup right there. I ain't saying it's going further, but I'm saying you played right. I can see that working just to annoy and just get those young guys off their game. And that's the part that, that you know, that's what Draymond did with, with the yeah, Celtics. True. That's what they've done. You know, sometimes it's just that mental piece, but. We'll see, man. It's, I just should, the Lakers shouldn't be here anyway, but we'll see. Yeah. Shout out to Tristan for getting his yearly NBA contract to pay off his child support. That's all that is. Um, you need it. Run it up. <laughs> <laughs> Next matchup, Sacramento Kings versus the Golden State Warriors, man. I, 
this is this has probably been my most difficult one uh, for me to kind of gauge because the Kings have been they have one of the best statistical offensive in, in NBA history. But then again, we all we know with the Golden State Warriors once they get into the playoffs. What they did in the regular season almost doesn't matter. They seem to always be able to kick it in the second gear. This is probably the first year where I'm not as confident in them being able to do that as like previous yeah. years. How are you thinking about this series? Hey, man, we probably need to kick it more often. See, everybody thought I was smoking when I said this. I think the Kings have not only a good chance to beat the Golden State Warriors, but I really think this is probably their last year together. Mm. Okay. As a as a collective unit, Draymond, Clay, things like that. And the new CBA kind of is going to work play a That's lot of, into that anyway yeah. so um but the the one thing that everyone keeps forgetting that i speak to is mike brown mike brown mm -hmm. has been on the golden state warriors coaching staff that's a great point that's so a great when, point when you consider anyone who can game plan and things of that nature mike brown can game plan for that team i'm not saying it's gonna work i mean hey players still have to play but you think about a coach who could put you in the best positions mm -hmm. i think mike brown can do it that's fair. I, I can't poke no holes in that. I think that's a fair analysis. So you picking the Kings over the Golden State Warriors? I got Kings in seven. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to go seven games. I think I think this may be the most, like, much like the Bulls-Celtic series from almost a decade ago. I think this is going to be similar, but I think the Kings are going to pull this one out. Can I add a little cap? Kings in seven if Wiggins, it, it really depends on Wiggs. I'm mm -hmm. not going to lie to you. He is a difference Wiggs, for their team. Yeah. If Wiggs comes back and he's the Wiggins of last year, I mean, it's been, we haven't seen him in like a month, you yeah. know, so I don't know what we're getting. But if he could come out and he ain't missed the beat, then I have the Warriors in seven. But if it's one of those things, I'm expecting him to take some time. It's going to like be some buildup. That may be a game or two for them. I got yeah. Kings in seven. Cool. I agree with you there. I mean, we we agree a lot more than I thought. You know what's funny? Because Pat says a lot. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever told you. He's like, you and Kid are more alike than what you guys think. I'm like, what do you mean by that? I'm starting to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Phoenix Clippers. I'm I'm just gonna bury the hatchet here. I, I got Phoenix all day long. I think this is gonna go six games, but Phoenix got it in six. Is Paul George back? That's the thing. I don't think. I think they've said that he's gonna miss the whole first round of the playoffs. Right? If I, you know what, we did this earlier. I I didn't get anything conclusive, so it's that's a big question mark for me. Yeah. If Paul George comes back at any point during this series, I got Clippers, and it's not because I don't think KD, Devin Book, D Book. Aiden, I don't think that it's not because I don't think they're a good team. It's mm -hmm. the depth. The Clippers just have too many pieces. I mean, P Clippers got Norman Powell just be sitting there sometimes. Yeah. You don't you don't know what he's gonna get, but he a, he a bucket. Paul George, that's 20, that's 20 and five, 25 for five, easy. You know, if he's healthy. Kawhi's just on a different level right now. Um Mason Plumley matching up against uh <sighs> Mason Plumley messing up against Aiden, excuse me. Yeah. I think is a bigger issue than you know most people give credit for. Um, and then Russ is sticking Chris Paul. That's points were made. Points were made. I just <laughs> so, had to think about that. That's points were made. I mean, do with that what you will. But yeah. I mean, Russ is sticking Chris Paul, and Chris Paul got to stick him. That's fair. I think too, like when you look at this series, to me, uh, I guess the reason why I'm I'm picking Phoenix in this one too is because Paul George isn't at least going to be healthy to start. And I wonder mm -hmm. if those, even if he misses two games, is that going to be too much of a deficit for them to overcome? I feel that. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm, and I don't, I don't look at, at, at Phoenix being this unbeatable team. Cause I definitely think they're, they're beatable. I just, if, if you could ever bet on the Clippers just being hundred percent healthy, they'd be, they may be my pick to come out the West almost bro. True. And I, so, I think, the the one thing too is I think Okogie is down. Oh, Josh Okogie's down. 
Okoki is Okoki uh, hurt his knee real bad his last the other day. I don't know how long he's out. That's another thing to look out for. So, so if he's out longer or for any extended period of time, I mean, they just don't have the bench. They just yeah. made a they just made a blockbuster trade. They got rid of a lot of pieces. Yeah. It is what it is. You, if you could get KD, you get KD. You work everything out in the offseason. And so for the fact, the simple fact that we are even considering them as a favorite in the West, it's still a credit to them. So facts. I don't the pressure is not on them at all for me. Agreed. 100% on that one. Now, Denver matchup. We both, we had different teams going forth in here. I had the Pelicans. I think you had Minnesota. Um, but either way, are you picking either one of those teams over, over Denver Nuggets? I'm picking... I can't really say that, though. <laughs> I don't I don't believe in Denver. You don't? Okay. This is, and that's, I, that's... A lot of people share that mindset, so... I don't know why. I just don't. Like, I'm not convinced. Like, I, here's the thing. Do I believe in Jokic? Facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. do, straight up, right? Do I believe in Michael Porter Jr.? No, not really. Jamal Murray? Okay, cool. Do I believe in Aaron Gordon? You know, like, yeah. do they have enough around him? MPJ is having is had a good impact, but he's also very injury prone, and he don't stick defense. Yeah, he's a turnstile on defense. So if they play the the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves, who sticks uh, Ant Man again? Aaron Gordon. Are you playing Bones a lot? Well, Bones is coming off the bench, though. Who's yeah. sticking cat? Yeah. Is Jokic yeah. sticking cat? So that's a great point. Uh, I mean, KCP is probably who they're going to stick on him at least to try at first, and he, I think he's going to get cooked. That's barbecue chicken. I mean, like, as much as I don't like the Timberwolves culture and, like, the yeah. fact that they make a lot of boneheaded mistakes, they are still a playoff team. They, they're they in this playing, but Cat was down, down, what, maybe 30 games? Am I wrong? Mm. Yeah, he missed. Yeah, just sounds about right. I know he missed a considerable amount of time. Yeah, a huge amount of time. So for since they got him back, they're seven and three. Well, they've been seven and three in the last ten. So I don't know exactly when they got him back because you know, obviously it's not my premier team or primary team. But like they've been cooking. So I don't know. Like I, I'm not a huge Denver believer, but I'm also not a huge Jokic fan either. So. So That's a conversation. So Cat I got missed, I got Minnesota. Minnesota. Cat missed fifty three games this season. God dang! Are That's, we really judging this team? <laughs> That's wild, bro. That's crazy. I didn't realize he missed that many. Fifty three games he missed. Hey. How do you even evaluate this team? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point because I know a lot of people, you know, judge how how it seemed like him and Gobert couldn't play together. But it's like, really, when you're looking at it, that was a new team that came together. It takes some time. So facts like. I don't know. I, right. You know what? I'm. I'm. Let me. Can I walk this back? Yeah. Can I check beard. You play beard. Yeah, of course. Let me check beard. I'm gonna go five no on. We'll <laughs> 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 go five. I, Denver's gonna gonna do it. I just Denver's gonna do it. I don't see. I don't have any faith in them winning the championship, but I think Denver's gonna get them. Okay. I I, I just don't have any confidence in it. I really. Yeah. Don't. I I I wouldn't. I'm not gonna pick Denver to win the title. Like Denver could be uh, up three zero in in a finals and i still be like ah, i don't know man they may they, they, they may drop it i just right for some, there's something just about denver that just doesn't seem like like yeah Jokic is super talented and i love Jokic as a player but it's like i just don't trust those pieces around him at all in the final side like they're gonna win some mm-hmm. series but in the finals i just don't know until i see it i can't believe it so you think he gets moved who Jokic? Jokic. You, what do you think happens with that team like we all agree like there's not one podcast or youtube who i've talked to that agrees that denver has it what do you yeah. think is missing like what's what's the thing we can't put our finger on it 
I think I think they're gonna. I honestly think if Jokic ever gets a star guard, that's mm. when that's that's what would change. Like having that big man and what he's able to do, and having a star guard who can also facilitate and do some scoring to kind of ease that up, up off of Jokic when he needs it. I think that would be the thing that would separate. Like it would never happen. For example, but like Kyrie, if he was to go to Denver, I think my whole mindset on that team would change. Well, they're killing Kyrie everywhere he go, even if they have, even if he has. Bro, a, everybody uh, just likes to blame everything on Kyrie. And don't get me wrong, he's not perfect. And I think sometimes, like people, whether they realize it or not, they have a bias against the stuff that he says that has nothing to do with basketball. But come on, man. Facts. I, I just put this out there. He has a positive plus minus since being in, in Dallas. Luca has a negative one. Yeah, Luca. Luca's gonna have a tough NBA career ahead of him, man, until he learns how to play with other people. But that's that's a story for another day. Let's get to the East, man. Uh, the one eight matchup that we have that we, we both have it'll be the Toronto Raptors versus the Milwaukee Bucks. How are we feeling about that one? Oh, Bucks. I okay. got Bucks as a as the champion, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've I feel that. I feel that. Um, no conversation there. I ain't even gonna belabor <laughs> that one. I ain't even gonna belabor that one. The probably the most interesting first round matchup. Cleveland, New York. Cavs. How many games? In seven. Seven. Cavs in seven. Cavs I got Cavs in six. And that's hundred percent complete biasness because I just hate the Knicks and I will never pick the Knicks to win a series. <laughs> just, I just won't do it. So where did that come from? At birth, bro. I've hated the Knicks literally since like my dad hated Patrick <laughs> Ewing. And so like legit. What? I, I, like I we will watch Bulls games. Keep in mind, I grew up in Germany, so we'd be up at like two o'clock in the morning watching mm. Bulls games. And my dad, if they they played the Knicks, my dad legit he would have on his Bulls jersey, and then he mm. would have a Knicks jersey that he like dirtied up, stepped on, it was ripped up. That he would sit there every time. <laughs> so it's just it's ingrained in me to hate the Knicks. I hate the Knicks. Bro. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's the, hey, listen, your pops is a good man right there. That's a real that's that's nineties basketball right yeah, there. That's the nineties fair for sure. Um, I, I don't believe that uh, Jalen Brunson is going to outdo uh, Darius Garland, let alone Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Darius. People look at Darius Garland; they don't remember that he was the bucket before Do- Donovan Mitchell got there. Like, you know, he's he he can do it. So, hey, I, I I think that they just have too much for him. Plus, I, I'm not a Tom Thibodeau fan. I don't like Tom. <sighs> I think Tom, I think Thibodeau is like, he has a, a five-year max at any team he goes to. By year five, the fan base and the players hate him. He reminds me of what Bill Belichick looks like now. That's fair. That's fair. And, and Like, Tim's isn't a bad coach at all, but it's just like, hey, man, you just know he's going to burn out. Like, and it is what it is there, man. That's just a running joke. He's going to run his players to the ground, and it's like, you think it's not true. It's kind of true. And it's yeah. like... Come on, Tibbs. We got to do something different, baby. What, what, what? So, <laughs> but I got Cavs in seven. All right, cool, cool. Uh, Philly, Brooklyn. I got this one. I'm going Philly in five. I think Brooklyn's going to have that one game where they just, they're like, damn, yeah. is, this, is this young team really doing that? But I think Philly in five in this one. That's funny. I have Philly in uh, six okay. uh, earlier. So, we on the same way, same thing. I think I think they go etch out one or two close games. And but then the rest of it, they just you know newly constructed a bunch of uh, tier two um, or robins, as Pat would like to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see no defensive Batman that helped them get over the hump. But I'm happy that they've gotten to the playoffs. So here's a fun fact though: Did you know that Ben Simmons is in the playoffs? Oh crap, he is! Isn't is exactly <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, hey, what if Ben Simmons plays a game? <laughs> he goes nuts, bro. What if he plays a game and is a defensive clamp and clamps up Embiid? 
Bro, that would be that the storylines on that would be hilarious, man. Ben Simmons is just like a he's a cautionary tale of how if you don't develop your game, it doesn't matter all the talent you have in the world. You gotta still develop, bro. Like, but hey, I would love to see Ben Simmons have just just because you know if he does that, especially people in Brooklyn, they're just oh, we're gonna be great next season. Nah, man, it's still Ben Simmons, bro. If Ben, hey Ben, if Ben, if you ever if somebody is connected to Ben, give him this. I want you to do it. Just one good time. Because I don't think your career is done. I think it's done in Brooklyn, <laughs> but I don't think your career is done. Just do it one good time for me. Just be petty. Just be petty. <laughs> just go out there and just mess the game up for Embiid. Just one good time. I believe in you. Do you it. Can do it. I believe it. That's <laughs> funny. All right. Next, last one that we got in this episode, Boston, and this will be Miami. Boston and Miami. How you? Who are you picking in this one? I don't know. Whoever, whoever it is, is going seven. <laughs> I'm. I'm I, I don't know how controversial this is going to be. I got Miami in seven, and I think, and I just for some reason, I and I, I know that Miami this season has just looked like the team that time has just passed them up. They just they haven't mm-hmm. really been able to kind of all the way click like they have before. And you know the you know some of their there's bigger players are getting are getting older, but for some reason I just think that Jimmy Butler is just gonna lock in in this game, and him and Bam are gonna go on a level that it may catch Boston off guard. I got I got Miami in seven in this. So I want to, I just want to say this because somebody's going to see this, but didn't you say Celtics? I was struggling with it earlier. <laughs> so mind you, that was nine o'clock this morning. It's nine o'clock at night. I've seen and I've watched so much tape and film and I'm like, man, Miami got a real chance. Yeah. And then I thought, in, I, I brought in that dog mentality. I was like, it's only one team that got really got that dog mentality. If Tyler Hero can pull out when you would help you win a game, I think they could do it. So I, I'm going to recap my earlier statement. I'm going to say I am rooting for Jimmy Butler to smack the Celtics. I'm I really am. I think they don't respect him enough. So I think I'm rooting for that to happen. I, that's the the fan in me is saying that right now. And I and I I, I think there's going to be a game in this series, maybe even a couple of them, where Tyler Hero and Max Struess both go just unconscious from three-point range and it's just gonna and boston's just gonna be sitting there like what just happened and i think like i i don't know man i just have a good feeling about it it, you know watch it be watch them end up getting swept just because i picked them to win the series but it is what it is Mm -hmm. right now that's my pick i'm locking it in i'm gonna tell you something that i didn't think of and i haven't heard it uh today uh but you know as you can tell i'm really big on who's leading the hell so Mm -hmm. coaching it matters to me for sure joe masula if I'm saying his name correctly, um, this is first year really running it. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, first year. Uh, I know he has the roster, and sometimes that works. So you got to have the players to, to to win big in this league. But does he know how to manage the game when it's really close in playoff environment? Eric Spoelstra can do that. Yeah, his team can. Uh, he still has that team there. I don't. They, the Celtics haven't been tested that way for us to really know. And that unknown to me is like, hey, that's a real. It's a real tough situation to be facing Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat first round as a new coach. Like you will want a weaker team, but it's yeah. like the if it was the Bulls, you got me. Right? Yeah. yeah, facts. I don't think you got that like that. And that's a great point because Eric Spoelstra is one of the be- better X's and O's coaches in the league. On top of that, like yes. he's been through it. He's been through the playoff series. He knows how to dig in. And Joe Mazzulla, we just have not seen that from him yet and like if Joe Mazzulla I'll tell you this if Joe Mazzulla somehow gets this team in his rookie year to even to ECF hey I may pick them every year after that to win to win the east but right now I just think that the roster that they have the veterans that they have with Miami and Eric Sposa being there as well I just think Mm -hmm. when it gets tight in that series they're going to be the team that comes out on top 
Man, I agree with you. You know, I, I want to throw this at you real quick, if uh, you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of legacies that are going to be impacted by this playoffs. Like, the Warriors dynasty could absolutely be coming to a complete end mm-hmm. this playoff run. The Lake LeBron's can cement himself as the GOAT, for real, in almost anybody's mind, really, with an extra ring. That's at stake there. Uh, they playing well. Uh, the Boston Celtics are on the cusp of like they should win. They should they should get there. Yeah. If they don't, the story with Jalen Brown, how the new CBA impacts that and stuff like that. I think I haven't dug too deep in that. I know you're probably well more well versed than I am. But that's that's on the line. They've been together for a while. But you know he's in every trade talk that comes up for the Celtics. You know if they yeah. want to trade them for two packs of cigs, Jalen Brown is on the table for some odd reason. For, like it's, it's so <laughs> odd, bro. Like you would think he's terrible. Like it's weird. It's really weird. Like, like, hey, come on, dog. Like I can't. Is he's he was on every trade talk. Like yeah. this is the first time I'll say like KD's legacy is not on the line because he just got traded midseason and they they have an empty roster. Devin Booker is not online. Chris Paul's not even online. Like, but for these other teams, Joel Embiid, if he doesn't do anything this season, the process probably does the did the process work? Like, what's your thoughts on all those different storylines coming into this playoff? Man, I, I had never thought about it like framed that way. Um, I, I don't think there's any way the Lakers are winning the title. So I, that that as far as submitting him. So I think they, they definitely have a chance because considering they have a full max level contract they can offer to somebody's bananas to me with how they've added to that team but the process <laughs> you put a nail in the process the process did not work it got you a hell of a player in Joel Embiid an MVP candidate but mm-hmm. they they tanked for 10 years and have not even made a damn finals yet that's why when people go to tanking it's like hey listen tanking ain't work for that team um the Boston part of it here's what I'll say like they have all the storylines going into that too if they can if they can somehow I don't think they can but if they can come out of this with a title um, you're talking about you are talking about starting a new dynasty. And if they do get eliminated in the first round, like me and you both have said here, that Jalen Brown trade, it's looking more and more likely as things go on. Cause like you said, it's like they they want a pack of uh, a 12-pack of orange soda and they throw Jalen Brown on the table <laughs> for it. I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, man, there is a lot of a lot of storylines, a lot of legacy things, and and then you talk about the new CBA and how that's gonna impact being able to keep a lot of these teams together. Yep. This may be the last time. That we see maybe next season, last season, we see a lot of most of these teams together, but it's going to start this offseason. And it, man, I can't wait to watch it because a parody was a thing this year in the NBA. And that may be, they may have guaranteed it's going to be a thing going forward because yep. a lot of these super teams are going to be breaking up real soon. That's been my biggest thing with Adam Silver. I think every uh, commissioner has made their mark in some way. Um, you know, Dev- David Stearns was to get it global, push it out there, you know, make it star driven. And I think he did that. I mean, Michael Jordan is a true product of that, um, if you really think about it. But parity in the league and, and continuing that international push, us adopting more. This playing tournament is more of an international style of play. Mm-hmm. The midseason tournament next season is definitely going to be, a, you know, it's new for us, but it's definitely something the international scene is going to uh, really pick up and, and gravitate towards. They understand it better. Uh, the, the Africa League, like a- Adam Silver was like, hey, we're not going to have these stacked teams. We're going to bring, we're going to make every game entertaining. We want the yeah. world to be watching every team. And I think he's done a great job with it. You're going to, you're going to ruffle some feathers when you do it, but he's done a great job with it. And as the last thing I would say, are you paying Joe, uh, are you paying James Harden 50 million? No. Uh, well, that's what they, well, we know where they going. When, uh, when or lose, we know they ain't keeping that team together. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. For that. <laughs> that's James Harden is going to be, uh, We'll see, man. Hey, but uh, I appreciate you for joining me, kid, man. Tell the people where they can find you at, brother. 
man, listen, you can catch me on the Windy City Breeze with my with my guy Pat. He's always on locked on with this guy right here, that Petty Roosevelt. He called me the petty man, pettiest man alive, but Petty Roosevelt comes out sometimes. I just don't <laughs> understand that. So you can catch me on Twitter at one P Kid as well, man. I appreciate you having me on for real ass. Anytime, bro, man. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you for hopping on. I'll have you on again as we go through the playoffs, man. You guys can follow us. At, uh, follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the show at NBA Central Pod. You can follow my other show at Bulls Central Pod. But that's it. We out this mug. Holla at y'all later. Peace. That's going to keep the list going. Oh, no. I, it's, too, <laughs> it's, it's gotten too long now, bro. I can't plug every show and everyone, man. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.